Good evening, everyone, and welcome back after a bit of a break to another session of Dragon Mark Symphony here on Natural One Media. I am your DM, Dylan, uh, joined by my friends here. Uh, we had a very eventful session right before Halloween there. Uh, and we're going to attempt to recap it, uh, starting with... Everybody roll a d4. Oh, D4. Just, uh, oh gods. That was just oh, gonna on. be me because uh, my tabs are all closed. If you don't have your amazing, dice ready, I don't know what your the amazing your, your character is gonna on. die faster. Uh, 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 D four roll. I got a roll four. One. Three. Okay. Kevin. Yes. Where did we start the previous session? Uh, we... Oh, God. How far back to the previous... Oh, yeah, it? we started, we had gotten into Victoria Skeevil's place, and she was fixing Dak up uh, in exchange for the webs and fangs. Mm -hmm. uh, with the fangs included, she was saying that we could grab... We could basically have whatever we wanted. Um, but uh, then we, I think uh, Silva started helping trying to find a book and then got flipped around, turned upside down. Marshall, what was the book in particular that you were looking for? I mean, I don't remember the title, but it was like it had like a silver binding on the on the spine. Uh, it was like had a cog on the cover, I believe. Um, yeah, I don't remember what the title was supposed to be. Um, all I do know is that by trying to find said book, I essentially then found myself in Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, yeah. In Silva's attempts to search for the book amongst Victoria Skewell's many bookcases, uh, she found herself flipped, turned upside down, uh, revealing a sort of secret passageway of sorts and getting trapped in behind it and unveiling uh, a mysterious room hidden away from the rest of the world, uh, covered floor to wall to ceiling in books of all sorts. Uh, she began, you know, frenetically looking through a bunch of them, checking out their titles. Uh, can anybody name me one of the books that Silva found? Oh, uh, Him and Herb. So right. close. You're so was close. It, was it, is it flipped? You're so close. That was one of them, wasn't it? I don't know. I can give you the answer. <laughs> that, was, that was the herb one, I thought. Every book you, you name, I'm so giving you here, a temporary hit point. Just, what'd you say? What was the title you said? I said him and herb. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I mean, Dylan, should I give him? If, can I tell him if he's like every? Ever give him like a hot and cold? This is for all of you. Whoever, everyone who names one of the books, you get a temporary hit point. Okay, well then, fine because I listed them because they're in my they're in my inventory. I'll do the one that that set doesn't have, so I can potentially. I was gonna give him a hot or cold thing, uh, <laughs> but I'll give him one. So I'll say one of the other ones, which is a guide to slaying giants. <laughs> Yes, that's correct. It was a very that's old fun, book. Yeah. 
it seemed to predate your entire existence. Uh, a very old antique uh, book about slaying giants. What I will give you, Set, is you are very warm. Yeah, oh, it's extremely. Like, you're so close. You're so close. <laughs> it, it's flipped, right? Is it like... One would say you're him? almost... One would say you're almost just one letter off. <laughs> it's like... It's like that close. It's almost like if you changed one of the letters, you would have had it right. <laughs> What? You said him and herbs. Yeah. If you changed one letter in that, it would be correct. I I don't have enough brain power for this. Do you, right have, now. Do you have a guess, Johannes? So yeah. No, I can't remember any of them. Uh it would be his and herbs. His and herbs. And herbs. Fuck. God damn it. Literally one letter. That's so frustrating. God damn. <laughs> one letter. One. Uh there was also a book on Corvair's uh aviary migration patterns, if you recall. Yeah. Um Yeah. I asked if it had swallows in it, yeah. And uh, all kinds of other books, hundreds and hundreds of other books. Uh, and as uh, Silva sort of weaved her way deeper into this mysterious area, um, she came across another room that had books on all sides. And then there were these like massive candelabras in front of her, as well as what appeared to be a large coffin. Uh, and a bundle of rags resting in the corner. Uh, and as you all recall, she investigated the bundle of rags as well as the coffin, and it wasn't a great time. It wasn't Ooh. especially fun. Uh, but following her experiences with those, she did come away with it, uh, come away from it with a mysterious, what appeared to be like a playing card. Um, with an inscription of a key on on it. Uh, meanwhile, as that was happening, the rest of you were dealing with uh, a librarian's ladder that was actually a mimic and had come to life and began attacking Set. Uh, Set, who fought off the mimic as much as they could, uh, while also shrinking down to uh, being about 12 inches tall briefly due to a unlucky natural one roll, uh, managed to eventually fend it off uh, in time for Silva to return back to them uh, with the book that they actually needed. Uh, it was following this, with the book finally retrieved for Silva, that there was indeed a knock on the door. Uh, answering it, uh, you found that Nebek, uh, who is uh, one of the higher-ranking officers in the King's Wands, who are mages uh, that work specifically for the King's Citadel, uh, Nebek uh, came inside, looking very distressed, uh, and had you know, very briefly introduced himself and cut right to the point saying that the king has been taken hostage. 
And that is where yeah. we had left off. Yes, yes, yes. So as we return here in Victorious Evil's uh, shop, uh, all of you sort of gathered around in sort of like a semicircle together uh, with Nebik still standing right by the doorway, the door now closed. Uh, he looks to you all with very genuine concern and worry in his eyes. He looks very shaken. Um, <laughs> as he looks to all of you. Uh, I, I know that's I know that's quite a bit of news to drop so suddenly, but a lot has happened while you were gone. Who who took him hostage? I'm I'm afraid it was it appears to have been the right hand of the king. Uh, he is he is a warforged, a powerful one by the name of Three. <laughs> Don't just this on. This is off table. Straight at Caspi. Three. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> I, I preface this is off table. <laughs> Caspian. Caspian just mutters under his breath. Shit. <laughs> yes, and and he's he's. So, something happened. They, uh, he and several dozen other warforged, they they enacted some sort of a plan inside of the castle. They took hold of the the main throne room. They have not just the king held there, but several hostages as well. Uh, we were able to send in uh, a familiar to to do reconnaissance, uh, but they were able to pick up look like several groups of people that had been forced together and being held uh, at blade point um, it's awful they they didn't just take people from the castle they have people from the medical camps as well they they took them from their tents and they brought them to the castle and they're holding them there rage internal rage swelling well. <laughs> uh Silva almost guaranteed that um, uh, your buddy is one of them. Internal rage, Actually, no, you know swelling. What? Every, everybody can do this. Let's get everybody in on the action. You can all make an insight check at this moment if you would like. Oh, Great insight check. And it's a fourteen. I got a, I got a fifteen. A page for some. That's twenty-three. Fantastic! All of you pass flying colors. Um, as Nevik talks, they are very, you know, uh, sporadically sort of looking to all of you as they speak. Their voice is shaking slightly. Um, all of you pick up on as his eyes are darting around. Uh, he's avoiding eye contact with Silva, especially when he talks about the medical. Yeah, of course. Was it Thomas? Is that his name? Uh, Caspian looks to you, Silva. You don't. You don't mean your friend, right, Mister Windleaf? So, anyone up for uh, anyone up for deactivating some Warforged? Oh God. <laughs> Nebik, how many how many people did you say there were? How many do they have? Uh, like I said, it looks like close to twenty or thirty. 
They've got them broken up into groups around the throne room, and they're there's multiple warforged watching each group. It, it's it's not a it's not a pleasant sight. Where there aren't people, there's well, there's bodies of soldiers who tried to fight them back and failed. Nevertheless, did, if he has did it seem like there wants... were any special ones? Like, how, do, how do you mean? Forged? Uh, many of them were in, in standard military fare. Uh, I, I saw a few that had reinforced chassis, uh, but it's reinforced for defense, I should say. Uh, there are certain uh, militant units that used uh, reinforced armor plating uh, specifically to act as the first line of defense. Uh, their weaponry, though, is still standard issue. Okay, um, Gaspian, um, we're clearly not going to be able to just fight against them. Uh, even if they're split up into groups, they'll be able to reinforce each group almost immediately. I mean, we're um, soldiers. You, this is their king. <laughs> they're dead. They fought back and died. What, this is all that Breland has? Is just in the palace? No, uh, of course not. Uh, reinforcements are, are currently gathering. We have uh, s several dozen soldiers on standby. More, too. Be assured that the Citadel is doing everything they can, and because of the protective charms that we have around the Citadel, the Warforged have not been able to breach us. Not yet. Everyone is gathering there to prepare a counterattack. But this is a tricky situation. One false move, and it could mean the end of the king's life. There's more, too. Forgive me, Masters. I must, I must speak this. Uh, and he kind of uh, opens up his coat pocket, and he whispers into it. Secretary, please. Uh, and you hear a... And a large uh, feather quill... Uh, flies out with a rush and sort of darts around in the air uh, in front of Nebuk. Uh, Secretaries, uh, the, the parchment, please. Uh, and the, the magical quill um, zips back and retrieves uh, on its point a piece of parchment. Uh, Nebuk takes it from the quill and then nods to and says, thank you. Uh, while you were gone, uh, three sent this I don't know exactly how they did it I assume magical means of some sort but they they made it so that their voice carried out across the city there was a message they relayed a message to the people of the city hey you should hear it I, I immediately had secretariat start writing it down as it was being spoken in case it was important and I, I think it was uh, and he was shaking hands sort of holds the parchment up um <clears throat> oh dear. Um This this is what this is what he said. <clears throat> Hear me, those who dared to call us servants. Hear the words of your new lord, your new king. For years I groveled below the fool Boronel, and all of you know this to be the king's name. I wasted precious time protecting him and his people, waiting for the opportune moment 
The moment to claim the throne that has always belonged to the Warforged. We who were treated like cattle. We who were placed upon the battlefield of men and destroyed for their righteous conflicts. I speak to fools who dared to celebrate the ending of the last war, letting down their defenses and exposing their weaknesses. <sighs> the, the lightning rail was the beginning. The velvet curtain was the beginning. Your transportation, your entertainment, your industries. Nothing is safe. But there is a way to maintain hope. To prove your subservience to our reign. Deep in the King's Forest, I see through my fellow Warforged. I hear their cries of pain. They alert me to a small group, humanoids, a dwarf, a fairy among them. This group seeks to halt our glorious progress. Find them, restrain them, if you must. Kill them. Bring them to me in the next twelve hours, or your king will be slaughtered. As will all those we keep within the walls. I will not be silenced. I will not be defeated. Divided we grieved. Together we will mourn. And Nebuk, uh brings the parchment down and you see uh, just the fear in his eyes as he looks uh, to all of you. That was the message. How long ago was that? This this was relayed about two hours ago. Well, means we have ten hours. It also means that we cannot be seen within. Um. Well, at the one thing I still do not know. Uh, albeit that largely pertains to one of my main theories. Nebuk, uh, you said you have people gathered at the Citadel, that they're planning a counterattack. Yes. Yes, there's, there's many of them. Uh, they're, they're in the, in the war room right now, strategizing. Uh, our compatriots are there, and some of your friends are there as well. Uh, including those that don't necessarily work for the Citadel. Question. We were able to find them before they fell under the Warforged attack. They they do wish to help. Question. Yes, dear. Among those people, is one of them Norak Landis? Uh, 
I'm sorry. Uh, the no. Uh, oh, I, I I had not seen Mr. Landis when I was when I was at the Citadel. No. Uh, you said some of our friends. Who who's there? Uh, I I yes. Uh, and he looks to Caspian. Uh, Deirdre uh, sends her regards. Um, she is is ready and and waiting. Um, there is also uh, Vren is there as well. Um, he is uh, uh, quite understandably very uh, unhappy with the situation, uh, and he insists that you provide him with answers once this whole thing is over. Uh, though he does acquiesce that this takes top priority. Uh, and you see Caspian sort of glowers a bit. Yeah, I, that was going to happen eventually. Vren is a good man, though. He won't hold the grudge. He knows what's important in this moment. Matters right now. We will need to know where I think it is imperative that there is some form of eyes and or I think noting the lo- the location of Hernandez is going to be important. I know Mr. I've already labeled this theory to the rest of you, but and it is just that, but I it is not one that I can be willing to trust. Not after what we had seen the in the keep, Mister Mister Landis. Do I do you suspect something? Is is please if there's anything you know. I... Well, we uh... do suspect Norak Landis possibly having some sort of an involvement. We were privy to a conversation that he held with some of his colleagues. It was very much antithetical to the throne and its current inhabitants. Pish. You you heard it yourself. The man is... The man does... The, they all blatantly called for some type of coup. I... I heard the same thing you heard, and... Obviously... There's no room for doubt in this situation, especially with what we've seen. But Norak Landis, in every other instance that I've known him, has been full of hot air and little else. I think at this time, we need to focus on the beacon. I mean, I guess, yes, that is valid. But the, the issue is going to come down to, he can... We already know that there is inherently a seemingly that many of these were forged have been almost like have been essentially put into a forced uh, programming, and more importantly, in conversation, in in part of a whispered conversation I overheard with Toxley, that Norak is not only innately aware of the war issue, but was intending on pressing upon it, and what that meant is is clearly not entirely known. Moreover, that tells me 
with his open criticism. I mean, look at the fact they had, you know, the Warforged came in. The play he was at. And he not and he went unscathed. He was able to complain to the papers. Didn't he get an arm cut off? I he lived. But he got an arm cut off. Like I, I don't need an arm when you have put a aside crown. that I don't put aside that he is sketchy. A hundred percent. I don't think that's our primary concern right now. I well, think what I'm we getting need to deal is, with the immediate situation. Right. What I'm getting at is we can we can deal with the scape if if three is effectively through to reprogramming become a scapegoat. That doesn't. That won't. That won't. Dealing with three will not inevitably put a total end to the problem. I'm not saying we deal with three. I'm saying we deal with the beacon. Inevitably, that is related. <laughs> three has the king. <laughs> but if we take care of the beacon, in theory, that would cut off the reprogramming. That would cut off whatever signal they're being sent that is messing with them. We don't need to directly take them down. We need to disrupt the beacon, disrupt that signal. You hear a shrill voice in your ear. Oh, oh, pick me, pick me, pick me. Oh. Where's the shrill voice coming from? Where do you think? <laughs> I will like <laughs> look around. You turn. Where do you think? It's a victorious Kevil. Victorious Kevil has appeared amongst you, uh, clutching the large book in her spindly fingers, uh, and is excitedly hopping up and down. Uh, her witch hat barely keeping onto her head. Um, I'm sorry. You, you have something to input, Miss Kevil? Well, yeah, I had you, like, grab this book, you know? That was kind of the whole point of, like, the last session. So I figured, you know, let me tell you what's in it. Oh. No. <laughs> no, no, Victoria's so, like, evil is the fourth wall. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. Oh. She drops the book, like, picks it back up. Okay, okay. So. You're all talking about, like, a beacon and stuff, right? Yeah. Like, the Warforged are being controlled from a beacon. And the beacon is responsible for, like, all of them acting the same way. And the beacon, it, it's starting to sound like I'm saying bacon and I'm not trying to. Um, so, God. here's the thing. It's not a beacon. It's a conduit. Yes. Conduit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have, we have that down here as well. Uh, Control. Nebic sort of scratches his chin. Does that make does that make any difference at all? Does it mean anything different? Aren't they synonyms? I mm. I'll come back to you. <laughs> I'll be honest. Cinnamon is not my strong suit. I, I'm not the chef here. That guy is. Uh, but I can tell you that a conduit is well. Well, she knows, and she kind of gestures to Silva. So, so she's like, 
super good at magic and stuff so she knows that a lot of times when you're casting a spell you have to have this sort of like a component you got to have like a material that you're channeling the spell through or that you're using to sort of create an environment in which the spell is able to propagate um a conduit is like that but just like really really big and has like a much larger range it's like if you took a wizard staff and you made it really big, like the size of like the tree in the middle of the city over there. And so it was able to cast it was able to cast like, you know, firebolt at like 700 feet instead of like 120. So. Magical conduits. Are usually regulated, you know, the the various governments and the nations, obviously, they don't like the idea of a wizard popping up and just like, you know, building themselves a tower and then making a big old conduit out of the tower so that they can send a bunch of magic out all over. Uh, you know how it be. Nobody trusts wizards. Uh, but the point is, it's very much possible. And everybody's expecting that from you know, wizards and sorcerers and all that, and the various things that the houses get into from time to time. But I don't think anybody expects a Warforged to try to do that, because it's a Warforged. You know, everybody just assumes that, you know, if they're doing anything, they're using, you know, standard weapons and all that junk. Uh, But yeah conduit thing a real big tower or like a big point that you Mm -hmm. can channel magic through it there's something about it that allows it to then extend the range out so i mean you take like a really big point and powerful enough magic and it stands to reason that it could extend out across an entire city maybe even beyond its borders So more than likely what you're saying is this conduit is in the castle, the keep itself. Well, based on the last time I went cat hunting, I found that Broken Blade Castle did have the highest point in the entire city. There's mm-hmm. actually a several sets of spires that like protrude from the top of it, and there's one that's like really tall. Is it? They don't even put a flag on it because it's so tall. You'd say that would be a good spot for for this. I'm saying it was the ideal spot for locating cats. The rest I leave up to you. Hmm. Great. Well, yeah, but yes, inherently, even just from that, you. If I would expect it to be almost any, if I could expect it to be. Pretty much anywhere, I would imagine. That would be one of the best places to go to. Is there an easy way to get there, even? I would assume not. Well, given that it's cur- the castle is currently flooded with a bunch of Warforged, I would say no. Uh, how, how do we even get there, uh, Caspian? Any... I secret tunnels or anything like secret that. Secret tunnel. Uh, <laughs> I have. I'm I'm coming up with theories as we talk. 
I've got ideas. There are, to answer your question, there are secret tunnels, but they haven't been used in a quite some time. Uh, The ones I'm most innately familiar with are kind of completely underwater. Yeah, Uh, probably not great. They're accessible from the Howling River, which of course cuts right through the city. It's the same waterway that circumvents the entirety of the castle, so... Yeah. Um, um. I imagine that everyone at the Citadel, whatever it is that they're planning out in the war room, they're probably considering those as options as well. Yeah. It, would we even be able to meet up with them? And if we met up with them, would they would they consider giving us up? That goes against the any of the creeds of the King Citadel. I, I know those people, and yes, I'm aware of how foolish that sounds for me to carry that torch, but I know those people, and we are trained for years and years to show undying loyalty to the king and to the royal family. And part of that loyalty extends to the king's people. We don't negotiate with hostile situations like this, and we don't turn in our own. We don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't negotiate with terrorists. We don't just Ventura this. Um, Well, if... Do you you think meeting up with them then would be the best option for now? Um, To see where we can go. Absolutely. We just have to be, you know, stealthy about it. Right. As, uh, yeah. While they may be stealthy to that point, um, not, I'm not going to imagine many of the other citizens of this city may not be. Especially in the likely frightened state that they are likely to be in. And unfortunately, uh, a fairy and a dwarf may tend to stick out a bit uh, in the streets, even if we try to hide ourselves. What was that anyway? Oh, are you saying dwarves all look the same? Singled out our group, right? Yeah, it would seem so. Which is a strange I, question I, because why would in- inherently how would three have any inclination that we were there? I mean, I I get that he say that he feels the pain of the Warforged brethren, but I mean, I can only assume that you know the the conduit, this magic, this whatever is controlling them uh has, them. yeah is like some sort of hive mind situation so those warforged that we saw with the uh the spiders um probably once they started you know making that noise we're able to transmit the information around them back if we were out there then they I assuming could make an educated guess as to where we were heading. So they would know that we have some sort of information on at the very least an idea of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, 
yeah how how are we gonna get silva and nathaniel through the streets without drawing some sort of attention do any of you guys have like disguises um not on hand I do not at the moment no are you really good actors I look at Caspian um and then um we've had our times I'm known to be a good performer Caspian's doing this Caspian's going is that not so Clark Bart who are you you to judge shut up shut the fuck who are you to judge (laughs) Bart I I mean, uh, for the most part, we could sneak around. I'm just saying that I have been muted this entire time. I thought everyone was just being a jerk. <laughs> I thought you were doing it on purpose. Well, we are. We always are. But I, yeah, yes, I, you thought, were also I thought muted. you were just. We you didn't have. I thought you, you were muted on purpose. Oh, yeah, I thought you had to be. I've been here since the beginning. Don't jokes and talking. It's like no. Well, apparently oh, no. <laughs> so okay. Sorry. Alright, uh, no, it's my fault. I was not paying attention. Flashbacks oh, no. to high school. Sorry about that. Uh, the things I said about you. Woo! <laughs> I, I went on that whole tirade about clerics. <laughs> so what was right, your so wait, what was your Let's so go. what was your reaction to my point when I when I asked Set what so all do all do all dwarves look the same? <laughs> uh well it was <laughs> It's not great. Um, I will leave that slightly racist <laughs> remark where no one can hear it. <laughs> well, that's why I was I was that's why I was calling him out because he's like, oh, people. I guess it was maybe it was somewhat anti antithesis to the point, but I guess it was I was trying to call out the fact that it's like, oh, a dwarf is so so strange, is it? <laughs> it's yeah, and it's it's more the fact there is that an entire house made of dwarves in this. <laughs> Well, that's what I was getting at, I guess. Yes, yeah. is that somebody is that he would claim that people would think that because he is a dwarf, that makes him the dwarf. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're gonna go out, and the, they're just like, we're gonna go out, and they're about, just gonna be wrangling up dwarves. Think about like you, what the message was. Yeah, think about what the message was. It wasn't just the dwarf; it was dwarf in a group of humanoids <laughs> along with a fairy. No, but I like the idea that. In this state of panic, uh, and like it's that small hint they just of racism at that exists, and are like, "That's well, the guy." Well, they, well, they point, I mean, and then they what they do is they the point. Mentality. They go to them. They go to them. Start like shaking them down. Like, where's the variants? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Van Horton and Morton, they're screwed. Where's the fairy? Yeah, no, like I, I get that you know it, it's primarily the fact that we are a group that brings attention to us, but also. People that are scared out of their mind and they were told a dwarf and a fairy, they would be like, there's a dwarf. Where's the fucking fairy? <laughs> a fairy somewhere. But I mean, it, I mean, uh, as, as far as getting to the Citadel, could we possibly split up? I don't know necessarily how safe that would be, but. No, I think we we there is functions in this world that exist to create disguises. We can find I, them. 
Yes, and I, I fear evil. for what would happen if we split up and somebody, you know, were to get caught or get cornered and not have anyone there to help them. It's Miskeevil. Uh, yeah. I know these are these are relatively these are have been at least relatively common around around the the world. Do you have any uh, magical hats that assist with disguising? I do know of those. I'd hope so. They're a common item. Um. Yeah, I believe so. Miskeevil. Uh, yes. Would you be able to assist us, perhaps? Uh, a disguise spell? Uh, you know, as Silva was saying, an item that we could perhaps borrow. Well, there's these you. hats, right? You you can put the hats on and they allow you to... Do you own the hats? Do you, do you own any? Oh, that's... Okay. Sorry, I thought we were just making conversation. Um, Or no, we can no. grab them. So, do you know who has them? So, real talk. I did have some. I lent them out. I could I could ask the guy to bring them back. I'm sure he'd be had no problem with it. I mean, who'd you lend them to? Yeah, who'd you lend them to? Oh, it's a friend of mine. I, I like I said, I can call him. I can have him come over if you'd like. I swear How to quickly God, would would you? If be it is fucking who I think it is, <laughs> <laughs> I will be irate. <laughs> how how soon could he be here? Do you think? I mean, it depends if he's busy. Everybody's got jobs, you know. I would, I would imagine. Ne- Nebuk is like, Nebuk is like Victoria. Victoria, please. Uh, I don't know. An urgent matter. Let's not, let's not beat around the bush. If you have somebody that can assist, by all means, please give them a call. We are on a schedule here. And she's Ooh, like, ah, yes, like Nebuk, some, yes. That sounded like some history. <laughs> <laughs> Make an insight check. Mm, I don't I need an insight check. An insight check. <laughs> I don't need an insight check. That's sure that was, that was all shit. in the voice. I could hear that loud and clear. Hey, you're old Nate. You're old Nate? Yeah. Uh, the proprietor of a shop that deals specifically in magical and arcane uh, items and wares as well as one of the uh, top officers of a segment of the King Citadel that is specifically uh, in charge of arcane affairs. Yeah. yeah, they've probably met a couple times. Yep. Yeah, probably. probably. I here. know. <laughs> but I know. I you know, know there's more that. here. I know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need um, proof. I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you, Miss Gable, if you could give your friend a call that would be great please do make sure to mention for them to bring the hats if possible there's a kind of a key point here how many do we need do we need one for everybody i would imagine two would be enough i think yes probably just for me and nathaniel i'm not too familiar with these hearts do they like do they make you look like someone else something else or do they just like change your clothes they would, they would. Could I be a Goliath? It, it's basically like. Unfortunately, no. Don't get ahead of yourself. Um, it's basically just like it allows you to cast a spell, which in turn allows you to disguise yourself. 
Um, as long oh. as you're wearing the hat. If somebody takes the hat from you, you're boned. You got nothing left. Um, yes. However, yeah. yes, you would be able to make it. Now, granted, with your with your with uh, well, both of our heights, we could essentially attempt to be any creature of similar height. So, for your case, probably a, a bit of a taller halfling, or myself, a halfling or a gnome. Uh, but or, height height wise, we are or, relatively locked in. Hear me out. Uh, 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 Silva, you disguise yourself as a gnome. <laughs> Nathaniel, you disguise yourself as a fairy. And, uh, Johannes, you disguise yourself. Nevik's like, yes, uh, okay. Uh, please call them. <laughs> yes, please, 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 thank you. Then she goes, uh, yeah, yes, I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted. Uh, okay. Uh, and she kind of runs around, disappears behind her desk. Um, by which I mean she literally walks around and does that thing where like somebody's pretending to go down the stairs and disappears. I uh, expect she's gone. no less. Five bucks says there's actually stairs back there though. I'll give a five that there aren't stairs, but she still went downstairs. <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. <laughs> Somebody magics. <laughs> uh, and she, there she may not be stairs. But she went downstairs. <laughs> she um, she rides the elevator back up, that old classic. You just hear it ding. <laughs> okay, yeah, but she does that literally all the time when she just pops up out of nowhere next to you. Like, <laughs> we've gotten used to that bit at the very least. Uh, set. <laughs> yes. You are immediately startled. I need you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw for me. Okay. The mimic's back. There's an 18. <laughs> 18, you manage to keep your footing as you are startled as something pops up immediately next to you. Uh, and you hear Victoria go, I don't do that all the time, just most of the time. Uh, okay, I talked to him. He, he's coming over, like, right now. He, he right. said that he, he, he understands that it's important and that he's bringing over, uh, he's got three hats that he can bring over. Great. Yeah. All right, uh, fantastic. What's the guy's name? Uh, so... You hear a knock on the door. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I can't say I didn't see that, that coming. Uh, Mr. Caspian, why don't you seem to be good at uh, stealthily checking the door? What, can you please? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everybody, stay back. Uh, and he's gonna go towards the door, hand on the dagger, looks through the peephole. shot in the face what business do you have uh and you hear a there's a mousy voice come from the other side uh i have um uh, i have some items from miss scavel that she requested what do you, what items what items do you speak of speak quickly uh yes sir um uh, i do believe she requested some hats sir oh just some hats is all uh please uh, please let me in. It's dreadful cold outside. Um, and he who's this poor little of... orphan boy? Please, may I have Shimu? Please, sir, can I come in? I'll fucking gut you if you don't tell me what you're supposed to be doing, Mister Mister Pumblechook. Mister Pumblechook says he has great expectations for me. He does. <laughs> Fucking got you. God bless us, everyone. God bless us. Uh, yeah. 
So <laughs> Caspian Caspian looks to you all. Um it just appears to be some guy, but he's got the hats from what he's saying. I I guess everybody stay, you know, be ready for anything. At the very least, if he's not if he's right, is he wearing a hat him. though. You probably uh, wouldn't be able to tell. Not from what I'm seeing. Uh and he, he's gonna open the door slowly. Uh and he says Please come in. There, you're not being followed, right? Uh, and the man just sort of pipes up. He's like, yeah, "No, sir. I came alone. I did. Uh, no, no, no one follows me uh, whatsoever." Um, all right, come in, come in, please. Uh, and the the fellow sort of bobbles in, uh, and Caspian closes the door behind him. Uh, and the 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 fellow, you see, a bit rotund. Uh, large, squared shoulders, uh, a round, cheerful-looking face, uh, the slightest bit of facial hair patched across, uh, small button nose, little beady eyes, uh, brown, rough hair on the top, uh, and he clutches a, like, a little satchel bag, uh, with him, uh, uh, yes, I, I, I came... Uh, hello, hello, Miss Gable. I came with the, the items you needed. Uh, and he kind of looks around at you all. Who is they? <laughs> uh, where has he like walked like into the store now? He is, yeah, he's like, in solidly. the store. Now. Yeah, uh, I will kind I'll of him back. I don't know. Where is Caspian standing currently? Is he still by the door? Caspian is has hand on the door. One hand on the door. The other hand is at the, the belt. Oh, the door's still open? Uh, closed. But closed. he still has the hand on the handle. Okay. Uh, I will kind of move to be, like, next to him, kind of, like, blocking the door with him. Okay. What's all this then? What's going on? Uh, and Victoria says, "Okay, um, so there's there's like a lot of crazy stuff happening." Uh, and the the man goes, "Yeah, there's like the wolf horse being really mean in it." <laughs> and Skibo <laughs> says, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I had to. I had to slip one in while Marshall was gone. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't allow me to do it. I had to slip it in while he was gone. Mm-hmm. All right, that's fine. Uh, yeah. Um, we are kind of trying to figure out what we're gonna do about that, but we need uh the hats to sneak in. You mind if we take them? And he goes, "Oh, sure, sure. That's what I brought them over for. I don't need them at the moment." Uh, and he hands the bag over to you, Johannes. Kind of like puts it in your hands. Okay. Uh, was there anything else you were needing from me? Uh, and Skeevil sort of looks around. Everybody good? We good? I think so. You were never here. Wait. What do you mean by that, sirs? Is this some sort of, like, a nefarious in a situation? It's very important that 
none of this gets to the ears of the Warforged. It's all right. It's all Any right. It's coming. Slip of the Do Warforged have ears? I've never seen one up close. They're capable of hearing, aren't they? You can have a conversation with one. You just said you've never seen them up close. It's fine. Just be safe. Be cautious. Why do you look familiar to me? Me? Yes, you, the shouty one. I <laughs> shouty one. Why would I look familiar to you? I don't know. <sighs> Something about your posture and the way that you talk down to people who are being very nice to you. I'm not talking down to you. I'm just saying, be careful. And please do not speak of this to anyone. Oh, really? Uh, and he reaches for the top of the head. Yeah. I and withdraws. thought he had it. Uh, on. As a, a hat apparates in the view uh, in his hand and withdraws it. And as he brings it around into this sort of like a mock bow. Uh, <laughs> the physical nature changes. And you His see that the hair grows out to be longer. Uh, the clothes that were sort of, you know, homely, uh, become a little bit more refined and extravagant. Uh, the arms, uh, shrink a bit. The shoulders become smaller. Uh, come, the height increases just so slightly, and the face, uh, that was round before becomes more chiseled. Uh, the nose drawing outward a bit. And you see before you as uh, this little man transforms uh, into a taller uh, humanoid person. Long, uh, shaggy, orange-reddish hair, uh, piercing eyes, uh, as they look up at you and say, You sure you're not talking down to me? Because it feels like you are. I knew those hats could make you taller. Do we recognize? Do I recognize him? Yeah. This is. Is it Tris? You would. You would recognize that mop of hair anywhere, <sighs> and you especially would recognize those eyes. Uh, Caspian, looking surprised, speaks up. Trist, your Skeevil's friend. Uh, and Trist sort of looks around. I knew it. Oh, good. Everyone's here. Lovely. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. I am friends with Miss Skeevil, as I am friends with many people in the city. Uh, networking is important, after all. Is this a tr trick? Was this just so that you all could interrogate me again? Is that what's going on? No, we had no idea that you were the person that had the hats. We just needed the hats. <laughs> we just wanted the hats. Mr. Triss, Mr. Triss, be assured we had no idea that you were coming. We did not in any way know. This oh, is not oh, any oh. kind of setup. Also, don't don't be here to don't be here to ask us right now. All right, we've got bigger things. More importantly, you really are gonna you really gonna come at us from that from doing that after you come in here with three hats of disguise after the things that we were going through with you. I didn't, and he, he looks to Victoria, and you see a look of betrayal in his eyes. I wasn't told that you were here. Uh, and Victoria Skeevil goes, that's because I forgot. 
Um, so can we have? <laughs> I don't. The best part is inherently the uh, the best part of that is inherently we have no idea if that means she forgot we were here, she forgot that he had beef, or. <laughs> It's all of the above. Like she just <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I'm I'm willing to bet that she just forgot to tell him. Yeah, like there's so many there's so many things that could be that. Okay, so how many hats were you able to procure for us? Uh, and Trist just kind of goes like, I, three. Uh, um, I've got three hats for you. He he looks to all of you again. You you all aren't thinking of trying to the with the castle and the. The war forge there, right? I, but fixing the problem? Yes, we were hoping to do a, that. That's a suicide mission. What are you talking about? Hey, we can only hope. <laughs> wow, Nathaniel. <laughs> Damn. That was dark. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Crawling in my crawl over here. <laughs> Jesus. Crawling. Crawling. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, that. that, that is... I mean, to an extent, what we were planning, we're trying to get over there at the very least without being mobbed by the populace. Well, these hats will definitely help with that, but I mean, oh my god. Uh, And Caspian speaks up and is like, listen, Master Trist, we're not looking to get you involved in any of this. We only needed the hats. If you do not wish to you are free to go. I, and I apologize for the inconvenience. Uh, and Trish says, no, it's, it's I don't fine. Say it's this. fine. He's more than free to go. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I, I understand. I'm glad that I could be of service. Uh, I just, can, please don't get the king killed. Well, look on the don't bright do anything side. stupid. Well, look on the bright side. If we die, you don't have to worry about just interrogating you again. Yes, but I Not do have to worry to. about our kingdom falling apart. That's kind of a big factor here. Yes, and we're going to be going about this with as much planning as we are capable of doing in the allotted time and <sighs> our best to make sure that that does not happen. I do have actually a question that potentially could be of assistance, Master Trist. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, Silva, was it? That was your name? Yes. Uh, I, I know we've been over this already. I'm just curious of the information. I'm, I was looking at set for that statement. <laughs> um, how well do you know Norak Landis? Norak Landis? Don't yeah. tell me he's wrapped up in this shit, too. Oh my Don't god, know. it never ends. Don't know quite yet. I mean, I've known Norak for a good while since I started living in the city. Um, I, I, I mean, he's he's a pretty notorious guy around here, you know. Yes, his I mean, his statement in to the papers after the incident at the theaters, not necessarily, I would say, subtle. Okay, well, I'm not. I don't have a lot of detail for you about that. I'm not no, do exactly I friends to, uh, with the guy. Right, and that's actually more what I was going for. If you were, and if you maybe did know where he was, kind of, at this point. Because, I mean, just even outside Look, of that, he is still inherently a 
you know, nevertheless, like, well, I was going to say involvement or not, the fact that he's not amongst the people apparently at the camp who are attempting to go essentially fight back is, you know, inherently a bit of a just bad PR sign in general. Mm-hmm. Look, I know that there were anti-royalty sentiments amongst his crew, but to be fair, those sentiments have existed for years and years and years. I mean, they always exist. not everyone in the city is satisfied with how Boronel has handled things, and that's their business, not mine. Right. I just, it, it, that was kind of the two points, though, which was the, if you had known, those were the reasons, was that the statements were a little su- su- suspect, and the, and inherently because he's not, um, just despite his station, him not being amongst those essentially prepping to still protect the country. What you're saying is because he is not among us, he's a little sus. <laughs> I can <laughs> feel you trying I to know, avoid I was really, those words I was so hard. I'm like, no, 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 it. no, 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 no. <laughs> and so this was the last session of Dragon Box. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rocks fall, everyone dies. Everyone dies. Uh, Miss Silva, may I ask you a question? Yes, I wasn't trying to find the Among Us sound in on the guitar fretboard right now. <laughs> Silva, you'll have time to vent later. I'm trying to ask you something. <laughs> I wasn't immediately um, distracted by the premise. The the attack at the Velvet Curtain. You weren't there for that, were you? And if I was? Look, I don't have a lot of history with Landis. But I do know of his friends, and some of his friends didn't like me very much. And some of his friends had a vested interest, I shall say, in diminishing my status with the scythe. And I had heard rumor that said friends had passed on in the attack. I'm just looking for confirmation. I mean... Uh, yes, and... resident douchebag is dead. That, I'm afraid that doesn't narrow it down for me. <laughs> I, was say, I don't I think mean, it's going to narrow it for him. You have to understand, I work in the theater. It, it, that's not... <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. As I say, uh, that's I'll why kind of I was like look over that, to Caspian yeah. for yeah, like to a signal. You got this. I believe in you. Well, the the thing was inherently because of the time that 
more distracted at trying to get like my suspect notes down. <laughs> well, no, no, no. no. I'm talking about at the time when I wrote those notes in from that from like that day. Uh, oh sure. I was trying to get because like the amount of because of the amount of sus that I have on. Norak. A lot of my notes are focused on Norak, so I don't think I have to uh, know who died. Oh, I mean, I, I, there was one person in the group that died, so like I, uh, Umber. no, it was Deku, it was Everson. Yeah. Deku, yeah, died at the top of the the interaction. That's right. Um, yeah. So I will, I will kind of just make make eye contact with uh. Caspian and just kind of uh Caspian gives you a raised eyebrow. I'll just I, say. I mean it should have been published, right? Like it certainly will be. I was gonna say it was uh Mr. Ezekiel Everson. Yeah, Everson. <sighs> Triss lets out a deep sigh. Wow. That is something. Hmm. Uh, were you, I mean, were you friendly well, with him? Um. N- no. Uh. He's. We've shared words in the past, but the words that he has for me are not pleasant. Not too kind. That's kind of the vibe that he gives off. Gave you got to you got to understand Eberson was a significant benefactor to the Velvet Curtain and was highly invested in it being the largest theater and most important theater in the city. And so he saw little old me with the Winchester Scythe as something of a threat. Well, we'll see who gets the curtain call now, won't we? Yeah, well. Uh, he already has, I guess. So. Yeah, it. Okay. We'll just well, we'll just say since you don't seem to be on good terms with him, at the very least, it was not a very pleasant passing. That okay. That brings I, me no yeah, solace. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just I like, mean, yeah, no, I'm not sort of like that. I'm not gonna pretend I'm thrilled, but I appreciate the attempt to comfort me. That's you know it's... Um well we appreciate you bringing the, the hats over. Um we'll be Yes, please don't lose them or damage them. They weren't cheap for me to acquire. Yeah. Uh, We will try not to, uh, giving that we... Didn't didn't Miss Skeevil say that she lent them out? There is. (laughs) (laughs) So, he like... says a lot of things. He like, he like, the eyes kind of like, boop, boop. Dart to her, dart back to you. Uh, and and Skeevil, as I'm sure you all can su- can suspect, is 100% not paying attention to this conversation. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm surprised she's actually still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is she? <laughs> uh, 
he he kind of whispers to you. He's like, I'm kind of hoping she forgets that. They're really helpful for our production. They're really helpful. Oh, I can only I'm, imagine. I'm totally going to pay her for them. I promise. It's That's, just, hmm. I'm just, we've got, we've got the, we've got the fall season lineup coming up. It's going to be huge. <laughs> I, a lot of revenue in. I know and, theater people. <laughs> they always steal things. <laughs> I was in theater. I am a, I am a national thespian. I know that they do. <laughs> I'm glad we can all use our combined theater experience to recognize. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, anyways, thank you very much for the hats. Yes, I we should let probably you be, be on your way going. Um, definitely be safe. Kind of looking around to all of you. And for what it's worth, I... I'm sorry we had unideal meetings in the past. I know that I was kind of cagey and I I apologize for not being able to be more helpful to your investigation. Though mm. clearly it seems that whatever services I could have provided were no longer needed. Yeah, we uh we you know appreciate it. We understand. We were also all very on edge, very stressful stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we appreciate it. You know, we'll let you be on your way. Be safe. Thank you. Uh, and he actually raises, uh, puts his hand out to Caspian. Uh, and Caspian goes, "Thank you, thank you for your help, Mister Trist." Uh, believe me when I say that the King Citadel will not forget this kindness. Uh, And he takes Trist's hand and they shake. Um, Everybody is going to make me a perception check. Johannes, you're making this with advantage. Perception with advantage. I have a 23. Holy shit. I have a 20. I have a Uh, (laughs) 7. I have an eight. All right, you're the rogue. Like, um, you have less excuse. Okay, Perception's only a plus, only a wisdom. It's not. Hey, it's not Jade. I guess, <clears throat> but it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can only take it to the amount that you have the proficiency bonus for it. Uh, Jade Bennett, super quick. What is the best means to send you a text message right now? Right now, just yeah. do a Discord or. Facebook Messenger, yeah. Messengers, yeah. None of them. Whatever you have, say, you, whatever you have open. <laughs> I was gonna say none of them have to go to gen. None of them have to worry about not being in gen or like the video call the whole time. Whatever you have open. Everybody, hold! I I should have just pre-typed this shit out, but, <laughs> but you know what? So, oh, gotta he's, be dramatic. I was gonna say, you know what? At least. I would say I I can make the you shouldn't have that or that your role shouldn't be bad or whatever statement once uh once that reliable talent kicks in. Oh, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, because otherwise, yes, I, I it is via it, it is valid if 
rogues have a choice between ultra spec and charisma intelligence or wisdom depending on what they want to do or in fact fun fact uh jade's last character in the campaign before this on wednesdays essentially he had to he had to he had to go wisdom because otherwise then in the all of those inside checks would be worthless yep i had a lot of them a good inquisition rogue No one expects it. Uh, I really enjoy the... I really enjoy, while Podillon is still doing this, uh, the, like, spirit costume bag meme. You know, mm-hmm. people yeah. just put... Oh, yeah. That's oh, a good meme. Those. That's my, been a those solid are meme. One of my favorite... One of, this is one of my current standing favorites, which is, uh, if you won't, if it won't focus, uh, big, big masculine hands. <laughs> <laughs> Big masculine. God, it's, it's always sunny. <laughs> Hands that tell a story of greatness. I saw one that was uh, the D and D Invisible Stalker, and it was just a blank picture. <laughs> I get my I get my face there, Cameron. But yes, now I refuse. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, said what I would said when I didn't realize you le- you left uh, was. I can make the. I'll make those criticisms more if you get really bad rolls while you have reliable talent. Because <laughs> yes, I do forget that rogues inherently choose between one of the bottom three, and there are not all Jade's last rogue who did it, who in fact had to spec like, wisdom because he needed insight checks as a part of his like, subclass. Dylan, I was just about to let you know that you sent that to the right. I saw man. that. I was like, God damn it! Oh no! <laughs> God damn it. Oh. <laughs> All I Fella, saw was the uh, notification pop. Fellas, hey, you, ever, like, you ever send the wrong thing to the group chat? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. If it helps, I hey. did see and read it. So, you know. Hey, on the I, benefit. I on the benefit. Do you still want me to send it to you, All I see is that well, it was honestly, unsent. Yeah, I would like to have a record of it. Yeah. All right, Marshall, I didn't hear you. What? I say, I just see that it was unsent. I can't believe I did that. I have, a, I have a very nasty habit of reading any message that is put in front of me. So at um, I'm, when I do game nights with my buddies, one of the guys has his, an app that tracks our life totals for games of like magic and stuff. And so when he gets notifications, I constantly read them without his knowledge. And I tell him, oh yeah, your girlfriend texts you, you need like milk or something. Like, Stop reading my messages. Like, They're in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> They're right there. They're right there. Anyone else could do it too. Turn off notifications. Okay. All right, we're good. Uh, yeah. So, Trist and Caspian shake hands. Uh, and you see that Trist uh walks over to the door, opens it, uh, turns back to look at all of you, and says, "If by any chance you don't die, I guess." I hope I see you at one of my future shows. I know Marco's itching to see you again, points at Silva. Uh, (laughs) And then uh, he slips through the door, closes it behind him, and is gone. Did he leave the hat that he had on, or did he take that with him? Uh, He did. Yep, he did leave that with you. So you, you are in possession 
uh, of three hats of disguise uh, that you may split out amongst the group. So he came yeah. here as little orphan boy and left as Trist. Correct. Mm. Okay. It's a magic shop. Who, who cares? Um, and I'm just making sure I got everything straight. So I think hats should go to Silva, Nathaniel, and Dak. I I agree. Even if Which you want to go to who? a little one night Dak. Wait, go to who? Dak, Nathaniel, no, and Dak, Silva. Dak, Nathaniel, and Silva. Yeah. I mean, if we're intending to sneak, the I've... three that stand out the most, I would say. It's a fair point. I've. I have had... very little knowledge of these hats. Can I still wear it under my helmet, or does it have to be over it? Can I wear my armor? Yes, you can wear your armor. Yeah, like how how big do you you don't have horns on your helmet? Yeah, uh, like so... you could just put it over. Or... Right, I don't know. I don't wear hats either. So okay, here's the thing, Nathaniel. Essentially, it is changing the, your look, and, I mean, inevitably, it's only supposed to change part of your shape. Um, it, like, to a point, it, you still inevitably are you and will look like you, um, and everything you're wearing will still fit you because you exist. It's an illusion. It's on top. It's essentially a mask that you are wearing, but instead, the spell. Right. Just for clarification, mm -hmm. this is like we have not had a rest since the spiders, correct? Oh no, no, correct. Okay, that's what I thought, and I just wanted to clarify that. And unfortunately, we only have twelve hours or ten hours. Ten. So you got you, you have ten got, hours. Got a got a sad sad news for you. Uh, we're not getting one. Potentially we get to fight some type of. Time we get to go inside of. I was gonna say we get to go inside of this deadly nest with no rest. Your call. <laughs> Not a call. I feel like we should rest. That we have two hours. Two hours. That's <laughs> better than nothing. I, I think know, we no. get to the we get to the citadel. We figure a plan out, and then we can decide if we rest or not. That's fair. If it's that, yes. Ugh. How long does this spell last? This guy's an hour uh, with concentration. Yeah, right? it should be an hour. Mm -hmm. All right, so we put on the hats, we get over to the citadel, assuming that's going to be a little cakewalk, even if with the disguises. Looked outside, out of the warforge, pacing the streets. Good question. Caspian, how well does three know about these little secret passages of yours? Because the three knows, as all the others do too. That's a good question. I. The passages I'm thinking of are known amongst verified Citadel personnel, but I don't know if Three is aware of them, typically. And I'd have to imagine if he is the king's right hand that he would be labeled as verified Citadel personnel. 
But if I'm being frank, there are... No, I thought your name was Caspian. Mm. Oh, it was Clark Borg. Not that, we don't have time. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, the... Shut up, Seth. The... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. If, we... if I'm being honest, I mean... <laughs> the King's Citadel... How do I put this? They... Not everything that we know of can be said for the king as well. It's part of the nature of our job. There are some things that we are privy to that even the royal family is. Oftentimes that's for their safety. And... When we convene at the Citadel, who knows? They they may have something that the Warforged aren't yet aware of. Especially if Ren is on this. Ren's an master technician. He's going to know. He's going to be accounting for everything and thinking of every possibility before he makes any kind of action. Right, so we can't walk in through the front doors. We can't... Well... We might be able to take these secret passages, but odds are that they may know, and it may be a trap. Notwithstanding, we gotta get some way into there. Well, we won't know the full scope of what possibilities are available until we reconvene with everyone else. I think that's that's step one. Okay. Well, let's uh, figure out what disguises you guys want to take on, and then we'll go ahead and head out. And... Uh, I should be good. We should be able to get there at the very least without blatantly drawing attention. <laughs> As the disguises hold, we have at least a way. As long as no one can... No one's really going to be looking close enough to be able to figure it out anyways. Uh, well, again, as long as the hats remain on, really no one will be able to necessarily tell well as long as you keep the hats on and no one like tries to like get real touchy with us yeah touchy or like really take a hard look at you. so i can wear it under my helmet then yeah i would wear it over your helmet i don't believe so <sighs> well you can make the hat look like anything I think for it to work, it does need to be under your... I mean, I guess it doesn't... I don't think it really makes a difference, actually, if I had to guess. Alright, so I put on the hat, and then I put the helmet over it, and then it's fine. So the, rule, the, hat. the rules of the spell, or of the item, are simply that you have to wear the hat. 
It does not I specify mean, if it needs to be over or under an article. Nevertheless, of you're going to have to make yourself appear and choose effectively a looking helmet that is not the one you're going to be recognized in. And also try to make sure that like your helmet wouldn't fall off because of the hat. Are these like I'm thinking for whatever reason, I'm thinking like straight up like witch hats. What kind of hats are these? <laughs> uh <laughs> Yes, what is the style of these hats? All three hats are different. Right. One of them is a newsies style, like newsboy cap. Extra extra. Another one is a pointed witch's hat. The third one is a cowboy hat. Oh, Dax. Dax's not here, Dips. <laughs> I, got dibs in the I, was, second I one. was actually going to say Dax should absolutely get the cowboy hat. He, but... actually should, he should actually have the cowboy hat because the newsboy hat would be better to fit under the helmet. So yeah, I'll give him the cowboy. But let it be known, he wasn't here for it. <laughs> you, know, you could just not wear the helmet for a little bit. <laughs> That is literally against my religion. Or wear it over the helmet. Then that should have been noted because, damn, does that not help the fact that your artwork doesn't have a helmet on? Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Alright, yeah, let's... Gabriel Forge did not have good fucking helmet options, alright? Taylor just gets a nosebleed somewhere. What's important? <laughs> hey. She, she's drawing and she's just like, oh god. What, uh, so what disguises are you guys, what are you guys going to change into? Yes, I will have the witch's hat. Mm-hmm. What my options got? I could be halfling. Anything or that's no? like a similar size to you mm-hmm. and you can slightly human? change like, like your weight human? and you can change i think like the height thing is generally like with in like essentially like plus minus like a foot uh of you know i should probably just look up the magical item instead of keep asking you. well essentially you gotta look up the, just what disguise self is you can it uses the spell disguise self yeah. let me i've got it right here um yeah, you, you can make see yourself, one foot including shorter your or clothing, taller. armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person look different until the spell ends or until you use your action to dismiss it. You can seem one foot shorter or taller, as Marshall says, uh, mm-hmm. and, a, and can appear thin, fat, or in between. You can't change your body type, so you must adopt a form that has the same basic arrangement of limbs. No Cronenbergs. Oh, okay. uh, otherwise, the extent of the illusion is up to you. Damn, I can't make myself look like a centipede. <laughs> I can't be the flying spaghetti monster ripple. Well, Theoretically, you could, like, be a dog or something, right? That's uh, not the same arrangement of limbs. It's not, a, it's not arrangement. No. Also, you would need a tail, which you don't have. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, but you also but, cannot look like Norhawk Landis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in a way, he could. Just a shorter version of him. No, he's missing an arm. Oh. He doesn't have the same number of limbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting that. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, uh, otherwise, yes. yeah. It it gives you like you have a pretty wide variety of options to choose from. So, 
Here's what we're going to do. Yes. We got about 20 minutes left in this session. We're going above the board here for a moment. Uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk brass tacks here. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, you all are going to have a little bit of time here to figure out what you want to set as your disguises. Um, I want everybody to please uh, avert their attention over to roll 20. Uh, I have the map of the city of Rote currently pulled up. Oh, I thought it was going to be like one of the, you were going to pull up one of those like classic internet things where it's like the dress up where you drag <laughs> oh, <yeah>. the clothes <laughs> over. <laughs> All right, everybody, I want you to design your superhero. You're going to choose from the templates here. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, if you, we would have, if you like, if we would have thought of that, I absolutely could have made like a Photoshop file with everyone's artwork and then like that clothes been sick. and we knew that. That would have been sick. <laughs> Yeah, I should have. I should everybody, have open your. Uh, but I didn't have that idea. I wouldn't have never had that idea until this Every, moment. Everybody, please take out your Polly Pockets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, okay, but yeah, everybody, look at the. So we're all looking at the map of yes. Rote currently. Uh, so there's multiple things going on here. So first of all, you're going to decide what you each want your respective disguises to be. Uh, second of all. Uh, as a group, I need you to decide the route you are going to take to go from Victoria Skeevil's residence to uh, the King Citadel. Hmm. And okay. three, I made a mistake, and mm, I easy. need to own up for that mistake. So, this is this is a serious thing. I screwed up really badly. Mm-hmm. All of you right now are level three, correct? Yes. Yeah. yes. That is wrong. We're supposed to be we level were supposed two. to level up. <laughs> I messed up royally. Okay. You were supposed to level up when you exited the forest, uh, and I completely forgot to tell you to do that. Okay. Gotcha. I, I thought, screwed up. I mean, when you said like royally, I thought you were gonna say like you're supposed to be level five. <laughs> Not quite. Because like, yeah, you were really bad. bad. Well, that's what I was that saying. Like you were putting it to what extent? Like I thought like it was gonna be like super. Because because I've been having you do all these roles and I've been having you go through all this stuff. You, Silva, and spoiler, you legitimately could have died there for a couple things. Um. And I was having you I mean, I'm do a wizard. All that. That's inherently always a, <laughs> a threat. I was, I was having you guys do all that stuff. Gimped, especially like you didn't have like your full stats that you should have had. Well, it was when we were li when we left the forest. Yeah. So that would have. I mean, we still. So that would have been all the fights still and whatnot. Yeah, but like all the like you in the oh yeah, yeah shit yeah like, oh yeah oh yeah that. <laughs> Yeah, there were, the shit that the Silent there Hill. There's mm. stuff in there. Look, like it's <laughs> like the things that Silent Hill tries to teach you. I repressed it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. There's, there's. I mean, stuff I don't know. Like you, you to be fair, it's not like it would. Up. I don't think it would have changed. It likely wouldn't have changed a whole lot. Like, because again, we're not. We don't gain a new proficiency bonus like until five. So, so, so regardless, I don't think any of my roles would have been different. All of you should be level four. 
Okay. Okay. So uh, I want you to take this again, moment now. Everybody take this moment. Bring yourselves to level four. Uh, adjust your hit points. If you're adding any new spells, add new spells, anything you need to do, get yourself prepared at level four. Um, we still didn't take a rest, so any spells used or any HP is still the same, right? Correct. Oh, okay. But you, any max HP changes, you'll want to make sure go into effect. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that uh, at the end. Where? But what's the what's the primary religion in the King Citadel? Oh, in, in the Citadel? In the uh, yeah, or just... in or around the Citadel? In the city, I mean, if we're talking about like the the city of Rote in general, um, would be the it would be well, flame, a lot of it, it. A lot of it falls under the Sovereign. Um, the Silver Flame has a presence. It's not a huge presence at this time in history. Mm. Um. More generally speaking, a lot of people fall under different sects of the Sovereign, which is like an all-encompassing, um, almost sort of like its own pantheon of several deities. Uh, but yeah, I guess, like, like I say, it's not it's not unheard of for somebody who worships the Church of the Silver Flame to be uh, walking about in in Rote. Sure, just like you know, and it, like you like you could just be like. Uh, hi, have you heard of my the Lord, the Lord and Savior, the Blood of Vol? I was just, I was literally just gonna say, if you were the Blood of Vol, on the other hand, you're probably gonna raise a few eyebrows. Hmm. <laughs> what you don't want to, uh, you want to, you want, you you think it's weird if people go up to you and are just like, do you want to find the God in you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My disguise, I was thinking of just going as a just a priest of uh, the local religion. I'm straight up just gonna be like, like human. No, like a little mini, like little mini witch girl. <laughs> I am very confused by the size of these hats. Like, wouldn't the hat be over you? At, at that point, the hat's wearing you. You're not wearing the hat. All right, now. No, I'm genuinely curious. Does that work? Yes, I can wear the hat. It's magic, okay, damn it. All right. <laughs> all right uh... Give me all my size. <laughs> Your wings count as limbs? <laughs> hmm. Right? <laughs> I'm choosing to say no. Okay. And utility magic is new to me. I've never used it. Alright, as for we're at Glorious Keevils, we need to get to the Citadel. Bridges are gonna be locked down, that's for sure. Down in my mind, there's at least a security checkpoint of some kind. I was gonna say at, at at the very least, we would not want to go to this first bridge. We would want to try crossing. If we were going to cross the bridge, we would want to try crossing at the one closest to the citadel. That wouldn't way we that, are... you think that wouldn't be more secure though, because it's closer to the citadel. But we would be crossing more space on the inside mm. uh, with that first bridge. Is my there's a this. possibility. We take a waterway. Secure a boat. 
go across the water? Hmm. If that's a possibility, any, that's what I would like. There aren't any like docks along like this edge, right? It's yeah, on our side of the, the of the lake. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, like, that is a that is sheer. It is um yeah. probably a good like seven or eight feet of just wall. Mm. Oh, cliffside. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Any sewers? <laughs> yes, though they are not as intricate as these sewer systems in the city of Sharn. Mm. No weird frogs laying around. I don't know what you're talking about. Said it all. I wonder if we could get a map of the sewers. We also don't know where Caspian's secret tunnels are. Yeah, that's true. Secret tunnel. Would that be something worth investigating? Well, like I, I was I... saying, the the tunnels that I'm aware of are underwater. the The water level has risen since the last time I was aware of them being used. They could be accessible if you're all really good swimmers, but I have no idea what current shape they're in. Uh, with Nathaniel's armor, I don't think uh, we should run their risk of uh, swimming. Ah, no. Sink like a stone. Hmm. Alright. Not like one of those cool stones like pumice. Those heavy ones. Lime with stone. Noted. So the bridge is really our only hope? From our current knowledge, it seems so, unless someone else has any ideas. Well, we'd have to, as kind of noted, we would need to get to the... Part of it is we would need to go and... Uh, we would have to get to the... The, the encampment, or where the others are. Where is that? Didn't you say they took the medical count? Uh, Nibble, uh, or Nevik, uh, speaks up. Yeah, yes, um, they, they did. Um, they took the, uh, several members of the, uh, medical camp. Um, uh, I, I want to say a few dozen people from there. Um, I imagine that that camp currently is swarmed by Warforged. Uh, probably not safe to take that route. You know where they took them? Straight to the Citadel? To the King's Castle? They, yeah, our, our reconnaissance uh, by familiar, uh, Recognized that they had been taken to the actual throne room itself. Ah, jeez. Hostages. Low lives. Innocents belong nowhere near a war. 
I'm telling you, we just fly over. <laughs> All right, mm. now. <laughs> Remember that sinking like a stone thing. I mean, so yeah. I mean, where? So where is the actual like group lead? Like, if we were to go see what intel we can gather, whatnot. Like, if we were to go meet with that like gathering force. Where are they? That's good. That is at the King's Citadel, which is right here. So they're just they're just surrounding this like inner section. Like, mm-hmm. so like the energy field that's keeping them in is around this, right? The so specifically. About? The, the King's Citadel, and you were witness to this the very first time that you visited the Citadel. The Citadel itself has a magical barrier surrounding it. Um, it is preventing the Warforged from Broken Blade Castle from being able to lay siege to the Citadel. Because the Citadel is separated from the castle. Yes, so yes, this would be, I guess the only thing would be, is there any, does the city utilize, does, is like a sewage system a thing? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we know it exists, but uh, we don't really know the maps, so I don't know how. Well, I, that's why I was, I was just on base asking at least, like, are sewage systems a thing? I think so, right? Yes, they are. Okay. They're dope. So. Not meant for normal people, but obviously we're well, not normal people know. in this situation. So we could, could, try we this could attempt to see, yes, if we could utilize sewer systems in order to find a way inside. Uh, I mean, we have means at least to attempt either get, you know, I, if need be, going up into certain sections, we have the means to either, you know, make our way in or to... Um, I know essentially from... get ourselves to be able to climb by like me being carrying up rope or something. I know from patrols that there is a there is an access point to the sewers about a block away from the blacksmith's place. What's his name? Uh, Mr. Sand. That's close by, isn't it? It's just down there, close to the yeah, bridge. About five or six blocks or so. Could start there. And if that doesn't work, then we're already on our way to the bridge. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Okay, so just... I, I learned by going over here that we're going over here that seven feet is the marker for this 1200. <laughs> so. He is about. <laughs> 2600 feet away from us. And, the, and I bring down the average of the move speed to 25. Double out for 50. We'll get there. <laughs> about a half hour big city mm. yeah it sounds about right I mean from when we were doing our shopping originally 
Nevertheless, um, I mean, that's the thing, is we don't have any places we can go rest at if we were to wish to do so. Um, Plus the time it would take to get to a place to rest. Right, yeah, one that would be know. safe. Uh, so our options are to, like, inevitably we're going to have to go through the sewer system to try to get to the Citadel. Or at least we we have to find a way to get to the Citadel quickly. Because then if we have any hope of resting... But that's, uh, that's the question. It's if we get there and we find out that essentially they don't have the time to wait for us to rest, then we would have to just move. But at least we can go there and try to find that out. Yeah, absolutely. I think our priority should be getting to the Citadel first and foremost. Yeah. And then any additional plans as well as possibilities of rest will have to be handled there. I agree. Uh, Nebek, would you do, do you know are the bridges being guarded? Are, would we be able to cross the bridge? From what I was able to see, they are being guarded at the northern ends. Uh, the ones that are connected the to the island. actual outer walls of yeah. the island. Okay. Um, yeah, then this sneaking in through the through the sewers would be our only option, I would assume. Well, no time like the present. Help! Well, time to get disguised. All right. What is everybody doing for their disguises? Yes, as I mentioned, uh, essentially like. Very epitomizable, uh, like halfling style witch girl. So, a hundred percent mistakable for a child. <laughs> hmm. Uh, but like, so like, just black outfit, black hair, <laughs> pale skin, large witch hat, because it is conceptually still a little bit oversized all right nathaniel what are you disguised as uh priest human of a silver flame nice a short priest <laughs> Uh, foot taller than normal, so I can look as less dwarf as possible. Yes, mm -hmm. I would, it maximum does help. I'm allowed, which is a foot still just then, yeah. slightly uh, on the just slightly short for. No look, if, if anyone were to interview me, yes, I would be looking up at them. All right, uh, and then I will have to. Oh, do we do we get fake names too? Can we do that? You can absolutely do fake names. All right. But you don't need to, because we shouldn't be talking to anyone. <laughs> don't let me stop you, though. We shouldn't say pretty much anything. <laughs> we just need to get to sewers. Just thought, like, people might ask us, hey, what are you five people doing all together? You five humanoids with no fairy or dwarf? Mm-hmm. 
Why would they ask that? We're just a group <laughs> of people. <laughs> There's also Warforge running around. Who knows if they're going to stop? Like, halt, citizen. Have you seen these people? We're just going to stare at them blankly? Are there actually like they're that doesn't mean we have to tell them our names. Yeah, they're just I they're like at the, And if we do, I'll make one up on the spot. Yeah, they're uh, at the castle, right? They're not like fucking someone out there in the this, city. Somebody out there in this city genuinely believed that man was named Clark Bart. All right. <laughs> I can say anything. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point. Don't you don't you dare disparage the name of Clark Bart. Clark Bart. Lives Every time we make fun of Clark, I can say anything. We get like ten more hit points added onto the boss. <laughs> I could say my name is Omelia Clavico, and they won't bat an eye. Apparently. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think. Uh, I, I think we should go ahead and get a move on then. Yeah. We'll... Yeah. We'll. Start moving uh, quickly, but you know, okay. try not to make too much of a ruckus. I need you all to choose somebody to roll a d twenty. Me. I... All right, go for it. If you're if you're volunteering, I yeah, volunteer as confident. I'm just feeling it. Fuck. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I have. The uh is just a d20 just a d20 i want the flat roll okay 12. <laughs> that's not bad it's in the upper half it's above average it's what dungeons and dragons fifth edition claims to be an above average roll and like or or like what is it because like so they i'm getting at they label 13 as as overly difficult <laughs> For a DC, really? I think it's just like if you were using a flat roll, but yes, that is so, technically the example they give. You rolled a 12. Yes. Next time on Dragon Mark Symphony, <laughs> we find out what that means. We will find out what that means as our group tries to make their way to the King's Citadel. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for playing. I haven't said this in a minute. But it's good to keep it in mind. Stay away from the red. God damn it. <laughs> See you next time.